Previously on Quest for Adventure. Beling is still going to attempt to uh, touch you once more. You feel that you are under his control. Uh, Cyril and Cecil, you see that the portal on the other side is getting smaller and smaller until it eventually disappears. Episode 47 of Quest for Adventure, the only podcast where you get to hear four cool guys have some D&D fun times. I'm Caleb. I'm Bobby. I'm Dave. And I'm Spencer. Uh, And this week we have a special guest. Christian! It's Christian. Everyone get your hopes down. It's just Christian. Yep. Sorry. We didn't get get anybody cool this time. We've been trying to get uh, Dave Attell on for like three years. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we might be able to get Dave Attell. Dave, if you're out there. Eventually. We're going to be playing D&D later, but Bobby, what did you do this week? Uh, Not a lot. We went to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. After thinking about it for a couple weeks, I'd say it's pretty easily my favorite movie in the Marvel cinematic universe hmm. oh man did you like it better than the first one yeah yes huh. quite quite first. a bit better i thought it, i thought it was not as good as the first one yeah i thought the first one was better yeah i liked it i didn't think it was as fun it was good i thought i liked it if you like yondu it's yondu the movie kind of he's like all abs <laughs> i don't remember a single ab scene but unless you mean his his face is kind of like abs i'll agree with that it's kind of well i mean there's the part where he's like at the uh Oh, it's uh, at a disreputable establishment, but it was the wrong kind of disreputable. Anyway, he's got his shirt off and like he's got like no pecs, but he's got abs <laughs> that go up to his pecs. <laughs> and he's Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Miley Cyrus is in that movie. Is she? She's the robot. At the end on like the OG Guardians of the Galaxy team with Stallone, she's mm. the robot that says, I missed you guys. It's really weird. I read that uh, the guy that plays Yondu is um, Mary Poppins. No, he's been in every single... Yeah, he's in every James Gunn movie. Oh my god, is he that guy? Yeah, even in like Slither. Yeah, he's in Slither, he's in Super. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the director almost didn't do the third movie because Yondu would go be in it. We also watched uh, Black Mirror Season 2, and it's still good. What about you, David? What did you do this week? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Nuh-uh? I never never do anything. (laughs) That is true. Did, Did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy? I watched it. (laughs) <laughs> it was pretty good, but that was what Bobby did. That's true. But you did do something. I wouldn't say that. No, I did go see Guardians, and then Charlotte's in town, so she's been making me not be able to stay home. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> she's just like plans things for me to do. So I've been doing too much stuff that's not fun. When really all I want to do is stay home and sleep. What kind of things does she plan for you to do? Go see Guardians a second time. Oh my god. I hate her. She's basically a war criminal. <laughs> and then I had to go babysit dad. Ugh. Wait, did Charlotte went make to you Savannah, do that? Georgia. It wasn't a good week. 
Okay, well, Spencer, what did you do this week? <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up, as per the norm, after <laughs> David. But I did a lot, because it wasn't just this week. Did Charlotte make you do anything? Well, not this week. She she indirectly kept me off Xbox. That's true. So Spencer had to send me a text message, which is like, we miss you. You should get on Xbox sometime. Well, the reason I, I sent him reply. that text <laughs> is because uh, Morgan's birthday is on Tuesday, and she got an Xbox. And so we've been playing Xbox. You have two Xboxes? Yeah, so we can play Destiny and Smite together. So that's what we've been doing. And been watching Mystery Science Theater 3000, the new oh, one. Oh, yeah? Like, it's got Patton Oswalt in it. And oh, yeah. That's... It's pretty good. I never watched the original, so it's also on Netflix, so I'm going to go back and watch that probably before I continue on. But it's really neat. Like It reminds me of some of the garbage we do, and... So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I can never decide if it's actually good or not, because <laughs> I, I rarely laugh during yeah. those, but I do enjoy them. Right. It, it I wouldn't say it gets in its own way, but it leans that way sometimes. Like, they'll comment on things that clearly you would have had to rehearse to have noticed. Like, it's nothing someone would notice on their first viewing of... Right. I don't know. Like, there's... Um, in uh, one that they watched last night, or they didn't watch it last night, but I did, and I have no object permanence. Um, <laughs> this one guy just rubs his hand in the middle of a scene, an extra in the background doesn't know what to do with his hands. So he just rubs it on a table. Really weird. <laughs> and I would have never noticed it, except one of the guys watching it went, wicky, wicky. <laughs> yeah, and it was just really good. good. But again, <laughs> like you, I didn't like cackle at it, but I'm thinking about it to this moment. Like, that was good. I liked right. that thing. <laughs> So, oh, and finished season three of Legend of Korra. So, chugging along there. Bobby is right. It's way better than season two. And I'm not excited for season four, given that he said it's turbo trash. But we'll see. <laughs> turbo trash. What are, what are the levels of trash? I can never remember. Um, well, turbo trash, nega trash. That's actually good. Mondo <laughs> trash, sub trash. Trash is not one of them. That's like a rookie mystique. If someone says, oh, that's trash. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Where does, where does trash then boat a, fit into this? Yeah, trash boat. See, basically, there's some today of trash tiers. There's something's okay, and then something's trash boat tier is like just it's it sucks, and then there's garbage lord tier. I just don't feel comfortable si- saying either of those. So I appreciate you like hopping in there, David. The garbage lord tier is like the worst of the worst. <sighs> it just makes me wince when he says it. I don't know. Sorry. What'd you do, Caleb? Uh, I moved into my new apartment. Yeah. I don't know if it sounds different. It's more echoey. A little bit. Uh, Christian, what did you do this week? I did all kinds of things. I yeah. watched. Um, <laughs> it's like you say you do a lot of things, and then you actually have to sell what they are, and it's always it's always hard. <laughs> yeah, it's always hard. It's like, ooh, I did this cool thing, and then you're like, crap, how can I make it sound cool now? <laughs> I watched Nocturnal Animals. That's Jake Gyllenhaal and Amy Adams. Has anybody seen that? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, it's a really good movie. I don't want to give anything away because it's crazy. Like Amy Adams is like a rich artist that has a weird obsession with. Fat people? The opening scene is like just a bunch of naked fat women dancing. <laughs> so obviously a great movie. Uh-huh. The most exciting part is I have a Tommy Wiseau theory. Bobby is looking intently at me. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, that Bobby Wiseau and D.B. Cooper are the same person. Did you say Bobby Wiseau? That's no, what I heard Tommy. too. Did I say you Bobby, Bobby Wiseau? Yeah. Yeah. No. Stop, you're going to blow this cover. All right, edit this out. So anyway, Christian, how's your sex life? <laughs> yeah, Tommy Wiseau and uh, D.B. Cooper are the same person because D.B. Cooper jumped out of a plane and after that we have no idea what happened to him. And Tommy Wiseau came out of nowhere 
with a lot of money, and apparently nobody knows about his past. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, isn't it uh, part of D.B. Cooper's lore is that he has like a he had like a weird accent, basically that was like almost indistinguishable, well, much like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Yeah, he has like a weird speech impediment or accent. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, it's a very interesting. That would explain it's what happened. He, have, he, so he had to have like the worst plastic surgery done to his face. That's why he looks like Tommy Wiseau. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's it. Other than getting to hear about how everybody else is getting engaged, but not me from Jenna. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Oh, is is this your? I guess I gotta marry her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Sean yeah. moment. Oh, I, I, I got you yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting pretty serious. <laughs> oh, I didn't mention Matt came to my house. To your house? Yeah. Yeah, they got engaged. I told you he wasn't allowed in houses. Some people get mice. Other people get roaches. <laughs> Switzer gets Matt. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. You can't get them <laughs> you out. Too, you had too much candy in your cupboards, didn't you? Yeah. So, <laughs> people can, who listen to the show... From- 300 miles away. <laughs> People who listen to the show must think like, wow, Matt's probably like a really cool guy and they're the worst. And he is a cool guy and we are the worst. But <laughs> the caricature of Matt is actually just Matt because he showed up with $50 worth of chocolate in the trunk of his car. <laughs> <laughs> and he like brought it inside. So what we did, we went and ate lunch with Aaron. We met him. and But before that, they came to our apartment and had a whole box of bloopers from Russell Stover's. Oh, yeah. And then they just opened them up and we just stood in my kitchen and ate chocolate <laughs> for like 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> then we, he just he said, "Do you have a bag?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he poured like half of them in the bag, and then took the rest with him and left. And that was, and I love him for that. Nobody has their brand more figured out than Matt does. <laughs> Jenna and I saw a giant dum dum sucker. I mean, it was the size of my head, and we almost bought it for Matt, but it was like twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but twenty dollars. Uh, I remember two things they did this week. So one, I saw Alien Covenant. Did any of you guys watch that? No. Is it good? No. How how garbage is it? Uh, it, it it's not. I actually heard it's good. Didn't hate it that much, but it's not good. It's definitely not good. Oh, oh so it's trash boat tier? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm very confused by these two <laughs> scales still. Despite being we, just now, yeah, we explained it a minute ago. Okay, <laughs> but whatever. It's probably, it sounds trash boat here, but it's not very good. It's trash boat here. Okay, yeah, the trash boat. The good news is James Franco dies immediately. He doesn't even have, he doesn't even have any lines. He's like on screen oh. less than a second or something. Yeah, he's, he's in a tube and then he catches on fire and that's it. <laughs> Bad news is Danny McBride is almost the main character. Yeah. He does, he does pretty well, but he's Danny, no. he's Danny, Danny McBride. McBride. Yeah. He bees Danny McBride, that one character that he can play. Um, and then me and, uh, my fiance and Sean and his wife went to the Renaissance Fair. And that was quite an adventure, watching Sean watch all the various types of people that go to a Renaissance Fair. Uh, there was one point where we got on a bus. I'll just say that Sean happened to notice aloud that there were a lot of, uh, various colored people in the front of the bus. I take back what I said. Sean has his brand pretty darn figured out, too. <laughs> he does. He's unfortunately he's committed to that. Oh, I, I know when I started hating Sean. Oh yeah, go on. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sean, Sean hate update. It happened on the same night where Sean said that one girl at the comic shop had something wrong with her. Sean didn't want to. Sean wanted to go ahead and go home, not because he was tired, not because he wanted to quit hanging out, but because different 
uh, black people started. <laughs> I didn't want to worry about. Uh, started walking towards us. He's like, "All right, we gotta leave," <laughs> <laughs> and then left. <laughs> Let's go. Grayson, um, it is like a long, distant memory of a former lover. Uh, you understand that you once had trust for them. Uh, you understand that you would have given your life for them. Uh, but now those feelings are hazy memories. Uh, they're pieces of a life that have faded to history. Uh, those memories, in fact, embarrass you now. Like a man thinking back on his younger days. It was foolish of you to think of yourself as belonging to them. Uh, you feel the bright red clay drying on your skin. And for the first time, you feel as though you truly belong. You feel as though you understand your purpose now more than ever. So those who are reborn red, like you are, believe that they are the beginning of a new order, where people are rightly ruled by gods, as opposed to being ruled by other people. Your job will be to travel through the Black Gate. Typically, the Black Gate is uh, guarded with runes that prevent... Any sort of demons for traveling through them. Uh, but fortunately, you are no demon. So you'll be able to travel through the Black Gate freely and try and track down your sister, Vanessa. Cyril, Cecil? Ease. I am much more upset than I expected <laughs> myself to be. You expect that that exact thing is going to happen. You have predicted that Grayson has the knowledge that he had when he was the Grayson we know and love. Uh, and you expect that he will come for you. Uh, so your plan is to leave and to travel to the sitter of Deepwater, which is sort of this scrappy small city deeper into the Underdark. Each party, both both two, the two of the parties are preparing to leave. Bindle and Vanessa and really are still packing. Cyril, Cyril and Cecil, you weren't uh, naive enough to think that this would be your permanent home, so you have your go bags prepared. But while waiting for them, you'll have time to visit at least uh, one location, and uh, there are three in this house you may visit. Um, and Grayson, it's a similar scenario. So there are three places you can visit uh, while you wait for Philp, who will travel with you as your servant. So you'll, you'll, you'll be able to visit one, both parties, um, you, you, but you could choose to visit all three. So if you just visit one and then leave, that'll be the quickest. But there may be uh, something at these locations that further prepare you. Which party would like to go first? We can. All right. So uh, Cyril and Cecil? In this uh, blackened tree, this ebony tree that you've been living in, there are three locations you could choose to visit. Vanessa and Really, as well as the two children, are in their room. Outside, or sorry, outside Bill and Gracie, and then Bindle is in the sort of main room where he sleeps. Can we split up between the two of us? Sure. I want to go see Bindle. All right, um, then I'll go to Bill and Gracie. Uh, you travel outside to Bill and Gracie. Uh, you see that they've sort of made this uh, mock Grayson out of a piece of bark, and they're practicing throwing knives at it. Heck yeah. Take that! Bill's knife flies behind him as he throws it. One thing I would like to introduce before we get too deep into this, 
Now that your characters have grown and become more powerful, what I'd like to start doing is introduce a little mechanic I call threads. So rather than me dictating what your next adventure will be, I'd like to present uh, your characters with threads or you guys with threads so that at the end of the episode, you guys can choose what you want to do next. Cool. I I would also like to say that each of you will have a single thread that you can write whatever you want in it. Oh, cool. If you have have an idea now, we could... We can talk about it, just so the audience knows. All right, so Cyril, uh, would you like to introduce yours? So uh, primary thread has been going for a while, kind of obvious, but I'd like to somehow, I know going to the High Realm isn't really a possibility, but checking on the High Realm, like if there's, because we kind of know, I mean, could we? If we can, that's what I'd like to do. Yeah, so tip- yeah, typically there, as as far as you know, there are still boats that could travel. It would be dangerous, of course, but. Right. Well, we could I mean, go under, though, right? Uh, potentially, yeah. My two primary things are meeting up with Petite, making sure everything's okay, and explaining myself, and then fixing Grayson. All right, so you uh, approach Bill and Gracie. Um, I hand him back his knife. Seems like you guys are taking to this a little better than I expected. Oh, we've been doing this for months. Okay, um, I look over at Gracie. Is she, I don't know, give me a Gracie update. Gracie update. This past year has clearly not been kind to her. Uh, she's uh, much more uh, introverted than she was previously, but she's becoming much more of a, a warrior. What you what you would consider to be an Abernathy outside of the the ones that you've met. Okay, you guys are ready to go, right? Like we don't need to be doing this if you're not packed. Bill nods, but I, I just gotta know something. Uh, he le- he leans over to you. There are there any hot chicks in deep water? All right, I stop. I like look down. I look up at him. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you see him start to blush. And I give him our uh, like second secret handshake. You may not know about it. It's fine. But it's a handshake, but we're both doing a thumbs up uh-huh. while we do it. And then with each pump, we go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, when, did, when did you start pumping? Thumbs up. Yes. We're holding. We're It's a handshake, but we're giving a thumbs uh, up. And oh, with I each shake, with each pump, if you will. Okay. Which each, with each dump we pump, we yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Step over to Gracie, um, kind of like away from Bill. Everything okay? Like, you know I'm here if you want to talk or anything. She doesn't really make eye contact. Okay. You notice right. that she's been much more distant. I take the knife that I have and I throw it at the Grayson thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me an attack roll then. 26. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, where would you like to hit this Grayson? Uh, in the head. You, you take your knife and you sling it and it pierces into the, the bark. You see that Gracie has a small smile on her face. We're leaving quick, guys. Let's go. Cecil. Yeah. Uh, you approach Bindle. He's much slower than he has been. See that part of his beard is starting to turn gray. Uh, he is packing. He's packing up uh, his weapons and tools. It's gonna suck, Bindle. Uh, he puts his hand on your shoulder. Aye. I thought he was my friend. Yeah. Funny things happen to a man's mind. I remember back in when I, my youth, a young little dwarf. My uncle had something called bad blood. It reminds me a lot of that. The the elders took him into a sauna for for two weeks. Finally, it came out. He was mostly normal, but never the same. Do you think we're going to have to kill him? I think we may. Do you think that's okay? <sighs> I don't know anymore. When I was a soldier, I had to kill a lot of people. I didn't think twice about it. Okay. That's all I needed to hear, Bimble. And I'm, I'd like to add a thread. It was called Bad Blood. Basically that Bindle mentioned something about bad blood. 
being cured with a sauna. All right, so you you have basically spent your time visiting one place. Would you like to leave immediately? It seems like everyone's prepared. Or would you like to visit with Vanessa and Riley and Riley? We probably should go. Yeah, I'm good with leaving. Then with a sort of silent and somber goodbye, uh, you leave your home you've lived in for many months. Can I set fire to the tree? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not so somber. Okay, do you actually? You could. I'll just fire bolt like the doorway, so like it'll hopefully like smack go through the doorway and then the inside of the tree will like just burst into flames. <laughs> hopefully, it's pretty flammable. I guess give me an attack roll. Twelve. All right, with a twelve, you are able to send it through the doorway. You are able to sort of light some of the makeshift blankets that you had to leave behind, and they do start to smolder and burn. Before we leave, like just turn around. I uh, pull out of my pack and I leave Grayson's old cowboy hat. Ah, yes. I leave a photo of, uh, it's Cecil and Grayson, but Grayson's head's been torn off. Throw that in the, uh, in the fire. <laughs> I like that you tore, you tore, you tore Grayson out of it, and then afterwards decide you really didn't want it. <laughs> I guess I don't need a picture of just me. <laughs> Alright, then you are off to the city of Deepwater. Uh, Grayson. Yeah. Uh, so you are in this sort of makeshift camp made of these... Uh, red leathery tents um, and there are three locations you can visit and it's the same setup so you'll have time for one and you could extend to go to the other two if you'd like uh, so one of them is Philip's quarters one of them is the blacksmith of the red horde um, and the other one is the acolytes quarters which is sort of the the common area where most of the men sleep oh we're going to Philp for sure <laughs> okay uh, you traveled to Philip's quarters when you enter the tent, uh, you notice that it is sort of this almost cargo area. You see boxes filled with carrots and onions. In a small cage, you see Philp. He has sort of this uh, red clay painted on his body. He's sitting. He has sort of these two dolls. He, does, he doesn't notice you at first. Can I see what the dolls are? Yeah. Would you like to give me a stealth check? 14. All right. With a 14, you are able to sneak in silently. Uh, you, you, hear, you don't see the dolls, but you do hear him speaking. Oh, Dad! I'm so glad you're here. Oh, son, I love you all the loves. I'll put some loves on your pocket and you can save them for later. Oh my god, that's a big love. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> ah, what? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you see him shove the dolls in his mouth. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you about ready, Worm? Uh, you, you see him nod. <laughs> I don't know how the being reborn thing works for you. Do I know? So actually, Philp is one of the few members who has not been reborn red. They, they deemed him not worthy enough. So are, are you going to be able to do this? I know you uh, used to be friends with them. I'll, I'll do anything, Grayson. Just tell me what to do. So we're trying to get Vanessa, right? Uh, that is correct. Specifically the, the family, basically, the lineage. You know magic now, right? Uh, yeah, I can do a little magic. All right, well, I'm going to need you to try to take care of Cyril. Uh, oh, okay. You can't take Cecil in a magic-on-magic fight, but you might be <laughs> able to take Cyril. <laughs> I can definitely take Cyril. <laughs> <laughs> Cyril, like, back in the Underdark. It's like, huh? Huh. <laughs> just starts crying. Like, what like is a it? a single tear going <laughs> down his face. Cecil walked by. What, what is it, Cyril? <laughs> I don't. No, but I feel inadequate. (laughs) Hey, I'm sorry about your dad. What do you mean? 
I got him back! Yeah, I, I know, that's that's good, but uh, I, I feel like a jerk taking him away from you. Oh, well, that's okay. He, he's back, and he talks to me more than ever! Yeah, it turns out he was right all along. Yeah! I toss him a carrot from the uh, table. Uh-oh. <laughs> so he thought you were throwing 40 something damage. at him. Uh, be ready. It's about time to go. Okay, he nods. All right, so currently you are equipped with sort of this normal sword, um, and you are sort of bare-chested with these leather pants. Grayson got hot. <laughs> I'm not using the last sun. The last sun was uh, taken from you, as well as your armor, uh, but you could visit the blacksmiths, and then there are also the acolytes' quarters. That's okay. I, I don't have any need for them anymore. Right. Yeah, I'm ready to go if, if he's ready. Yeah, he has this sort of large bag filled with rations. So traveling to deep water, there are three locations that you might expect to visit. Uh, so one of them uh, is the Adventurer's Guild. So your adventurer's background would certainly give you some sort of uh, credibility there. Uh, the local pub, just be a good place to meet people. You may be able to find uh, someone who can... Some hot chicks. Some hot well, we're chicks. going there. I mean, it's a given. Our sober, sober boys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us? You can tell us the third location while we walk to the pub. If you'd like. Yeah, and then there is the deep water guard, which is sort of the uh, army of deep water. Sort of a small band, though. Uh, so first of all, I, I would like you not to pick out loud. So what I'm, what I'd like to do is Bobby can leave the room and you can talk about it and then he can come back and discuss with Philip which one they want to travel to. He's gone. Okay. So I like I like you to select uh, a single place to go to. I'm so sad. <laughs> do you say that out loud, uh, Cyril? No, I don't know. <laughs> I assume the pub. Yeah, pub is what I'm thinking. I would like to go to one of the other two for the possibility of kind of gearing up maybe or we're going to get laid out. By the two of them. But uh, so, the so pub you, is the most realistic place to go to. Right. And when you travel to deep water, it's sort of this uh, ramshackle city. It's fairly large, but not especially uh, well-equipped. Do we have to stay together, or do you want to split up, Cyril? Uh, he said one location. I, 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 Yeah, it's whatever you guys want. You might be able to get the guard rallied. Right. But if, if Grayson were to catch up with you, you may be, he might find a single Screwed. one of you. Yeah. But you I could definitely split we... up. It's up to you guys. I don't think we beat him in a, like, okay, we're holding at this location sort of thing. That, and I don't want to kill him. Cyril doesn't. Um, so rallying them isn't really what I'd like to do. But, again, if we can get something that can help us. So, yeah, pub, I feel like we could follow the bad blood thread a bit. Maybe ask around. Like, the pub has the opportunity of the other two places, I think. So There might be a wise old man. Exactly. The and then there may be some adventures at the pub as well. I mean. You guys just want the hot chicks. Just say it. <laughs> uh, it's implicit. Cecil definitely does. <laughs> All right, so you're yeah. definitely going to the pub. Yeah. yeah, we're pubbing it. All right. Okay, so you you do travel to the ebony tree. It was pretty easy to find this sort of enormous campfire in the center of the underdark, and you see that they have burned it to the ground. But you do expect that they would head for deep water. It's the closest city, the biggest. All right, as you pass by the tree, Philip sort of. Gets on his tippy toes and looks into the building, uh, and then he proceeds with you. Uh, so in deep water, you sort of arrive on the outskirts of it. You can see it from a distance. It is sort of this ramshackle kind of town, surrounded by a wooden fence. It's not it's not a stone gate or anything like that. You can just enter. There are no guards around the entrances. Uh, and there are three locations you could visit. I would like you to pick, basically order them from the one you want to visit first. 
Well, Cecil is an alcoholic. <laughs> right. But I feel like Cyril would try to keep him in line. So I'm going to put the pub as last. Okay. So I'll put the armory second and I'll put the guild first. All right. Um, so one thing to note is that you are still uh, covered in the paint of the Red Horde. Uh, so you may have some confrontations from that. Just so you, Just so you know. You travel to the Adventurer's Guild. As you walk through the streets, you see people sort of walking into their home when they see you. Here, gates locking. Uh, fortunately for you, when you arrive at the Adventurer's Guild, there is no one outside, so you're able to walk in. Uh, you step in. You see that there are two or three large dwarves. You can tell that one of them is leader. He's sort of wearing this black cloak. All of them sort of stand as you enter, but they, they don't grab their weapons. You can tell from the people inside that it's sort of a mishmash of people. So you, you coming here isn't that, uh, that crazy. But they are weary of you being painted red. There are three dwarves there that are clearly adventurers. Uh, and there's a small bar that is tended by a female elf. Or sorry, a female dark elf. Are there any, uh, any other rooms that I can see? You do see that there are two doorways. You're not sure where they lead. You imagine that they lead to further rooms, given the size of the building. How about you take that one and I'll take this one. Talking to Philp. All right, he nods. As you begin to separate, the oldest dwarf sort of stops you, speaks to you. Hold on there, buddy. What can we help you with? I'm looking for some people. What kind of people? A couple little guys, a couple big guys. <laughs> hmm. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Stormvale. All right, you see that the dwarves eye each other. Uh, they allow you to pass by them. Uh, Philp walks into uh, one room. He sort of pulls at the knob and it's locked. Then he sort of starts yanking at it really hard, shaking it. Hold on there, little fella. <coughs> Philip starts trying to rip the door away. Um, is my door locked? Uh, it is not. You're able to open it and you see that it sort of leads to this very small den. There are these open rooms inside this den, sort of a sleeping quarters. Well, I slip in while they're uh, focused on Philp. They, yeah, and they do sort of walk over to Philp, try to get him from breaking the door apart. There are two rooms that are open. You see that they are also empty, and then one of them is closed. Okay, I'm going to check that one. Okay, would you like to do it stealthily? No. Sure. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay, with a 14, you are able to quietly open the door. You peer in, and you do see that there is a small figure in a bed. It appears to be asleep, about the size of like a gnome or a halfling. I guess I'm going to try to sneak up on it. Give me another stealth check. Uh, 14 again. <laughs> All right, you are able to sneak up of it silently. Can I see what it is as I get closer? Uh, it is, in fact, a gnome. Is it, it's, is it Cecil? It's hard to tell. It is the same same hair color. Maybe it's hard for you, you jerk. <laughs> wow. Mostly, mostly you see uh, just hair. I sort of look around the room, see if I can see if this is a trap or not. Okay. As you look around, you notice that there is a dress draped over a chair. Uh, there is a, a small pack on the desk that, with the chair. It doesn't appear to be a trap. Is it a, a gnome-sized dress? It is. I leave the room then. Uh, they, you can hear sort of a ruckus coming from the other room. Philip was refusing to let go. The three dwarves are sort of holding onto his feet, pulling him away from the door. Okay, so I go back out into the uh, the main part of the guild, I guess. Okay. Hey, he's with me. Okay, does that help? does that mean we shouldn't be yanking him off this door? <laughs> <laughs> he's just a curious little guy. You can't you can't blame him. I I pick him up gently. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he's kind of fighting you. Now he's really curious. Do you have uh, any food for him? We've been we've been traveling for days. Uh, yeah. 
he nods to the dark elf behind the counter, and she has sort of this small crust of bread she hands to him. She lays it on the table next to him, and he looks up at you. I, I nod. Okay, he timidly uh, grabs the bread, scarfs it down quickly, sort of disgustingly, rubbing it on his face, licking his palms. What were you looking for, buddy? I, I'm saying that loud enough for them to, uh, to hear. Oh, we're looking for those guys we're trying to kill. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, you see, you see that the dwarves put their hands on their weapons? Well, they, they did kill my dad, so yeah, did they? they are trying to kill him. Yeah, they certainly did. And I shoot, is that what uh, happened to that guy? I shoot Philp a look. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he still, he still is trying to piece together this puzzle. So what do you, what do you guys keep in there? Uh, personal stuff. You see that they're still holding their weapons. Nudie mags. <laughs> well, I, I can take a hint. Thanks for the food. All right, they, they nod, and then they one of the dwarves gestures to the door. There's the way out, friend. All right, Jeez. I put uh, Philip on my shoulder. <laughs> we walk out. Uh, as, you, as you walk out, he's still sort of murmuring to himself. They were in Stormvale, and they were in the High Realm. <laughs> All right, once we're out, I, I need you to just go along with whatever I say, worm. Oh, like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something like that. A dirty, filthy lie. To you, it's the truth. A dirty, filthy lie. He screams aloud. <laughs> <laughs> just starts running down the street. I, I, dump, I dump him off my shoulder. <laughs> okay. Even if they are in there, they're they're too wise to us. We'll have to get in there another way. But let's check the next thing on the list, I guess. Gotcha! He winks at you. Okay. <laughs> dirty filthy lie, dirty filthy lie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you, you do make your way uh, across the city. Um, as you're leaving, uh, you do notice that the dwarves have... Two of them have stepped out of the building or sort of scurrying through the city. Like, maybe they are going to... Either tell the guard or maybe they're going to try and tail you. Uh, you do make your way to the guard. Uh, it's sort of this stone building. Most of the city is made of this sort of crappy wood, but this building is made of stone. And there are two guards standing outside of it. All right, I guess for now we'll just go to the pub since that's probably the easiest one to get into. Okay, so I will do Cyril and Cecil and the rest. Uh, so you make your way to the pub. Um, you see that it's sort of this crappy building just like the rest of it the door is a saloon style door so it swings open uh and it's fairly lively there may be a dozen or so people in it uh, and you're able to walk in no one really notices you or thinks anything of it all right um so surveying the bar uh-huh. anybody stick out so there are one is the person behind the bar he has this eye patch sort of a, a bald older man with an eye patch uh you do notice that there is this very large human uh, strange for the Underdark, as Grayson and Vanessa and, re- and really are the only humans you know of. And then there is a sort of cloaked figure in the corner. Well, I'm going to Oh, the oh and there are some hot chicks. Sorry, I didn't know what you were fishing for. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> is the bartender a hot chick? Uh, no, he's an o- older man with an eye patch. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. What about now? Is he a hot chick yet? Hot chicks. Uh, I want to go talk to the guy with the cloak. I do have a question first. Is anyone playing pool here? Uh, yes, they're playing wizard pool, though. Okay. You see these two uh, old salty men playing wizard pool. I want to order the finest ale. The bartender looks at you. I'm going to need payment first, little feller. <laughs> I like this. This is a new <laughs> voice. Do you, do you take cash or credit or uh, checks? <laughs> A wise guy, eh? Do you take checks? 
He's already drunk. <laughs> Contact eye. Silver or gold, feller. No platinum. <laughs> uh, when you say that, you see a bunch of people at the bar look over to you. That's right. <laughs> platinum. <laughs> All right, they start to gather around. It seems like they are wanting to see this platinum you hear of, that you speak of. How much? I pull out one single piece of platinum. How much will this give me? <laughs> All right. He just gestures to the bar. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Can you make? Uh, can you make change? <laughs> you gonna drink it all? <laughs> I, I, I will. I just don't need the whole bar. Buy a round for everybody. We need. Tell the you what. Side. Tell you what. I'll buy a round for everyone. All right, everyone for the, the bar cheers. cheers. And then uh, the the cloaked figure jumps up. No! Hey, you sit down. <laughs> all, right. all right. Luckily, the, for him. remains cloaked, and he sits back down. <laughs> puts his hand on his, or his fist on his face. Look, if you play your cards right, you might get one. But right now, no. You gotta earn it oh. now. And also, Seal has to earn it. <laughs> oh, I look down, standing beside the man. Alright, everybody in the bar goes, oh. <laughs> Fine, a round for everyone. <laughs> they cheer <Yay>! again. <laughs> the figure does not jump up this time. Good. I, I'm looking at him, though. Stick so a finger out at him. So I ordered the drinks and I need my change. <laughs> All right. The- Actually, you can keep the change. You can keep the change. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> now he now just he cheers. <laughs> Everyone looks at him weird because he tried to do a group cheer by himself. <laughs> right. All right. Well, now what? I'm drinking. <laughs> do you just yell that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone cheers again. <laughs> Could I get another? He just gestures to the bar. He just, he just actually t- gets a big bottle and takes it into his room. <laughs> I go to the hot chicks, and then we see what Spencer and the cloak figure have to say. <laughs> okay, yeah. There, there are two uh, semi-hot chicks sort of chatting with each other. Uh, Cyril? <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll cut back to where I just found out that I got my drink again. How girly is it? It's obviously some girly, right? Whatever the fantasy apple martini is. <laughs> ah, I see. Grappletini? Okay, so a grappletini. We'll go with that. So I'm sipping on a grappletini. Okay. I finish it up and put it down as I walk to the person. Uh, hey. Yeah, you see the cloak sort of nod at you. Uh, is there anywhere to sit by him or anything? Uh, yeah. There, the table only has one chair, but you could pull one up. You mind if I sit? All right, you, he gestures with his hand. You see that it is gloved. Um, I pull up a chair and I sit by him and just kind of sit there for a second. Would you give me a perception check? That's a natural 20. All right, so you are able to... Catch a glimpse of the figure's face. You notice that the chin on the figure is sort of, the skin is very strange. You're able to gather that probably the figure's skin has been burned based on his, the skin on his chin, burned, damaged skin. Oh God, was he in the tree? (laughs) (laughs) It turns out it's Bill. He ran all the way to the bar. Listen, I'm just going to cut to the chase here. Because we can't hang out long, <laughs> even though we did make quite an entry. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I-, I need one of two things, and hopefully you can help me, and I can make it worth your while if you help me. I either need... All right, I, I guess I'll start with some sort of protection, either that or a way of escape. If you know of anywhere that we can hide out that no one knows about, or if you know of anyone, even yourself, who's willing to help us. We've got some bad people following us. How bad? What's the worst guy you know? He points over to Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so not that bad, but pretty darn bad. Uh, he, he'll, I, 
I don't, there's no way I can underset up what he will do to us. Like, whatever the worst thing you can do to a, a people is, that is what he would do to us. <laughs> All right. Uh, you see a smile on his face? Sounds expensive. I mean, you saw my friend there, and <laughs> that's, well, I don't want to brag, but <laughs> we we are kind of famous adventurers. No, but seriously, though, we have a little bit, and we can, yeah, we can make it worth your while if you help us. Is there a jukebox in this vicinity, in this establishment? Uh, there's not, but there is, there is a bard playing on a small stage. I guess I'll give the bard a piece of platinum and ask him to play something exciting. <laughs> Uh, something lively. So it's playing Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Cecil's head just splits open. <laughs> All right. Uh, he starts to play uh, Barracuda. <laughs> All right. That's pretty lively, That's cool. right? Fantasy Barracuda. It's actually about a Barracuda, though. It's the exact same song, just with a different meaning. <laughs> it's an actual Barracuda. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. That's actually the whole song. He just plays that over and over. So, has Dude responded to my offer? Does he have any info that he can give us, or any help? Alright, he, he ponders for a minute. I'll need some payment up front. Alright, well that guy's got it, so I'm gonna try and grab him before he actually buys this place. <laughs> but I need to know that I'm getting something worthwhile. Who are you, anyway? Alright, he, he takes his hood off. You see that his entire skin is burned. Uh, he's sort of missing his ears. My friends call me Spoon. <laughs> 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 no, no, that's real. Cecil does that yeah, from across no. the bar. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent what it was supposed to be. <laughs> All right, the the man sort of opens up his cloak. You see that there are various ears lining the side of his cloak, like he has taken them from his victims. Uh, Cyril's eyes are like opened really wide. <laughs> First, he kind of like <gasps> whenever he took the hood off, and now with the ears, he's just <laughs> okay. Um, wow. So are you you more the mercenary type? Because this seems kind of hitman-y, and we're not trying to put a hit out. You pay me enough, I'll do whatever you need. Are you a hot chick? <laughs> Hard to tell with the face. I'll do almost whatever you need. Okay, well, how about how about we do this? We'll do a, a trial sort of thing. You get a little something right now, not all up front, but something up front. Then show us that it's worth our while, and we'll see where it goes from there. Five. Five platinum. How many do we have? <laughs> Cecil? He's just, like, making them rain over there. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. All right, he taps the table like he wants to see it. All right, um, I did just say he has it. Okay, I'll be right back. I go over and grab it from him and then come no, back. No, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> How much do you need? I'm just standing in front of him expectantly. Five. I said five. I need five! Five! Okay, thank you. One, two, three, four... And I glare at him <laughs> and put five on the table. All right, I scoop up the five pieces. You're not I'm getting not any more. Him. What? You're not getting any more! Fine. You don't get to use a lot more either. <laughs> We're almost done. This is my money. Yes, Cyril's really showing him. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Do, do it. <laughs> don't forget what we came here to do, though. And then I, I point at the hot chicks. Yeah, Bill's over there now. No! <sighs> So you see, that's what happens. No, I so turn around and I go back to the guy. <laughs> oh man, Cyril, Cyril really showed Cecil now. Yeah, I'll stick Bill on it. The hot ladies. Alright, you take it back to Spoon? Yes. Alright, he, he scoops it into a pouch around his waist. What does Spoon do? <laughs> he scoops it into a pouch around his waist. <laughs> I don't get it. Spoon's scoop. Heck yeah, David. I did it. 
Okay. He, he puts in his pouch. And I'll need ten more when we get there. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get there first and then we'll talk about it. Uh, he tells you that he can lead you through the angry woods to the large city uh, ruled by the dark elves. Is the angry woods like the pissed off pasture? <laughs> oh, it's way worse. Ugh. All right. Yeah, we can do that. Are you ready to go? Or Yep, he's ready whenever you are. I look over at Cecil. Does he look ready? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> All right, Cecil, we're leaving pretty quick. Take what you want for the road, okay? I'll need five for the road. That's what I was thinking. Okay. All right. I help him carry the five. And I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, we won't make it out of here. Man, the power vacuum of no Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really mostly commanding. It, it, there's, no, there's no anger there. It's just mostly like awkwardness. <laughs> Who else is in here with us now? I mean, I guess just Bill and Gracie's like, just standing outside. Right. Well, no, well, Vanessa and really are also in there. They're sort of holding Gracie. They're right. standing at the entrance. You guys, let's roll out. Autobot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I I don't know why any of the other characters let Cyril and Cecil be in charge. <laughs> Alright, so Spoon leads you out of the out of the pub. He has this covered wagon. You're all sort of barely able to fit in. You squeeze into it as you ride off. Grayson, as you approach the pub, you see that there is a covered wagon leaving and that the you can sort of peer inside through the saloon doors. Do I see anybody? On the inside you, you do not see anyone you recognize. Uh, it appears that the bartender is taking the night off. <laughs> Everyone's sort of just s- helping themselves to the bar. Philip is going to sort of start to sneak towards the bar. Yeah, I, I let him. You see him sniff some of the bottles. He sort of starts to lick sort of the rim of one of the whiskey glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I just reach over, grab some uh, some of something, pour one for uh, for Philip. Okay. Drink up, and then we gotta we gotta get going. I don't think they're here either. But it tastes like pee-pee. <laughs> hey, you want to be a man, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I slam the bottle down on the table. <laughs> then drink your pee-pee. <laughs> push, and push it towards him. Uh, light him a tobacco stick. <laughs> Just a stick of tobacco. Compressed right. tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he, he sort of takes it in his two hands, starts to sip it. <laughs> And then he throws it back. Yeah, I, I take several gulps as well. Do I get any red god powers? Yes, you do. We'll, we'll, I'll let you know when you've come to that. None of them that relevant right now. Do I have a supernatural tolerance to alcohol? Yeah, I'll say yes. It does fit in line, yes. <laughs> you do not feel affected by it. Well, then I I drink like a whole bottle. Right. And I kind of just scope out the people at the bar. All right. M- most everyone, it appears that they have now gotten pretty plastered. They're sort of confused. A few people sort of put their hand on your shoulder thinking you're someone else. Seems to be a good vibe going on. I guess I just start asking some of the drunkest people if they've seen anybody that match the descriptions. Sure. So you see the these two ladies that are talking sort of obnoxiously loud. Yeah, he said he was Grayson. He was like a king or something. <laughs> I let him touch my boob. Oh man, go Bill, go. <laughs> oh my god. Was this man tall? Kind of doofy looking, but maybe had a flabby butt? Yeah, it was really flabby. He kept insisting we talk about how flabby it was. <laughs> Did he happen to show it to you? Oh, he didn't have to. He showed us with words. You didn't happen to see where they went, did you? Oh, yes. Uh, a spoon took him out. Spoon. Spoon. That's a funny word. <laughs> 
Spoon. 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 You wouldn't happen to know where Spoon was headed, do you? I, I don't know. Can I get everyone's attention? All right, everyone sort of looks towards you. Five platinum to someone who can tell me where Spoon went. All right, the bartender quickly steps out from the other room. <laughs> he gestures down the road where you saw the covered wagon head. I uh, slap the table, pay the man. <laughs> okay, he quickly takes it. Then I hoist Philp on my shoulders again, and we head out. Uh, as you sort of pick Philp up, you hear him groan. Oh! You doing all right, Worm? Oh. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> Being a man sucks! Do I have, like, a bag on me or anything? Uh, Philp does. It's a goblin-sized bag? Uh, no, it's a man-sized bag. Okay. Well, I- I'll take the bag, and I put him in the bag. <laughs> okay. And you're gonna throw it on your back? Yeah. All right, you're going to head towards... Where the covered wagon went, correct? Yeah. You are able to see the wagon. It is now moving fairly quickly. You don't think you'll be able to catch up to it on foot. Do I know this path at all? Uh, you do. Yeah, you do know fairly well. They're almost certainly heading towards the angry forest. Is there a way that I could uh, cut them off somehow? Take a shortcut? There are shortcuts, but they would also require some sort of horse or carriage. Is there a place where I could like rent one or something? Um, at the bar, there, there are some tied up. Uh, everyone's pretty drunk, so I, I'll just take one, I guess. Okay, yeah. You, you, as, you, as soon as you start to unwrap one, the people point out the bar and just start laughing at you. They don't can't quite comprehend what you're doing. And you're going to try and cut them off, correct? Yeah. Then that will be uh, to be continued. Alright guys, so what thread do you want to do for next episode? <laughs> Probably kill everyone. <laughs> I think that makes the most sense. You guys don't want to find out more about bad blood while you're being chased by Grayson? Yeah, so, so do I get my own thread since um, I'm not we can all just uh, Is that how that works? Yeah, basically. So you guys can just do Grayson's, except yours will be from the opposite end of trying not to get killed. Alright guys, who's your secret winner this week? Bobby? It's a it's a twofer. I got uh I got Cecil and I got Bendel. Oh, okay. And kind of just the relationship between them. Uh-huh. I, I really liked the the little chat that they had. That was really nice. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. And then, oh, yeah. But you did. Oh. Secret, right, got a secret password. Hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. What, how, how would the podcast even succeed without these secret passwords? <laughs> <clears throat> it's uh, The Dark Wayne Night Rises. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. What about you, David? Uh, my secret winner is probably the bartender who can finally afford to... Uh, he can afford to expand or just retire, whichever whichever he chooses. And uh, my secret password is, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> what about you, Spencer? Uh, mine is Dungeon Master Caleb, because I think oh the God. threads thing is really, really cool. 
Well, the problem was is that Cecil can do whatever he wants now, so it's impossible for me to <laughs> <laughs> control everything, so I might as well just make it open. Right. But no, I think it's cool. I'm excited to see what we do with it. Uh, that and the uh, whole Grayson thing took me really off guard, because I was like, oh, bummer, Grayson's gone. I bet he'll be like a boss later or something. Anyway, I'm interested to see Bobby's new character, and that <laughs> wasn't a thing. So, And my uh, secret password is the Dark Wayne Brady Rises. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> Oh no! Sean's gonna love that password. (laughs) Sean fan Spencer. (laughs) Guys, let's talk about when we discovered we hated Spencer. (laughs) Uh, Oh wow! Turns out all at the same time. Do we have the time? My secret one of this week is actually Philp because I I forgot how much fun I have doing that character. Yeah, Philp is great. Philp, yeah, Philp and Jamaica are both good because they can do whatever they want. And my secret password is. well, I think you'll like it, Cyrus. It's called I'll Never Make Love to a Woman on the Beach Again. And it's preceded by the award-winning short, No More Steak for Me, Ever. I don't know what just happened, but I loved every <laughs> still, second of it. still going with them. <laughs> what about you, Christian? Who's your secret winner this week? Uh, my secret winner is also Phil. I mean, ah. he got his dad back. <laughs> it's so oh, happy, right? It's so <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and my secret password is, after listening to episode seven... I don't think Gil actually died. That's it. Oh, oh my god. I don't think... <laughs> well, just D&D wise, I think you guys only rolled three death saving throws. One save, two deaths, and then claimed he was dead. I think you rolled a one. Oh, yeah, you rolled a one? He maybe oh, I didn't state it. Gil's dead. <laughs> That's the secret password. Sorry. <laughs> the amended secret password is Gil's dead. Gil's dead. Okay. So if you guys want to uh, uh, submit so secret passwords, like like people do every week, they all mm-hmm. want to do it. Our YouTube comments are full. <laughs> Don't yeah. send any more. They're full. <laughs> yeah, if there are any other podcasts that need some comments, we can actually, we have an excess. We can give you some. This show sucks. <laughs> uh, PewDiePie, if you need some, we can give you some. I think he's running low. But if you want to send us your fan theories, anything, you can send them to us on Facebook. On Twitter, we're at quest for ad our uh, website is quest-4-adventure.com. You can email us at thequestforadventure at yahoo.com. We're on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud. And we're even on iTunes. Uh, and the best thing you can do to support the show is to leave us a review on iTunes. And we'll read them. And we'll love them. Uh, Bobby, do we have a scale this week? Mm-mm. Well, I think that's all we have for this week. <laughs> I think people should send us scales. Yeah, you should. It won't happen. <laughs> okay goodbye (laughs) yeah i think that's it for this week everybody thanks for listening
What's going to be the weird sound bite for the end of this episode?